Hey, start over. Tyrese Halliburton, my dad. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 39 of the Second Unit Podcast. My name is Zach Parsons. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jake Tavon and Alex Saban, with producer Ben on the ones and twos. And we have a special guest. This is his second or third appearance on the show already. Tyler Kaiser is here. Um, thanks for joining us. No problem. I'm back. What's up, y'all? <laughs> A humble king. Uh, today, we are going to start today's show different than we start every other show. We're going to talk hoops because today is Thursday, December 7th, and we just got done watching the Indiana Pacers beat the Milwaukee Bucks 128 to 119 in the in-season tournament semifinals. So we are on to the finals and play the winner of the Lakers-Kings on Saturday. Huge one for the Pacers. Tyrese Halliburton popped off save and give me your thoughts well first of all a lot of people are saying it's not me a lot of people are <laughs> saying the in-season tournament means more than right. the actual <laughs> nba championship at this point it's funny i've seen a lot of people on reddit say that yeah it's crazy yeah a lot well, of people I, I, have everybody's talking everyone about is and i agree it. yeah i agree this is huge for us and you wouldn't you you care about it like like you would have co- cared about the in-season tournament even if the pacers weren't in it yeah because yeah. it's bigger than the championship yeah it's huge it's bigger than the traditional championship right. It's the first ever. But truly, Tyrese Halliburton is the most incredible thing that's ever happened to the city of Indianapolis, the state of Indiana, the Pacers franchise. I would this say awesome. Jake is going to say Peyton Manning is probably I don't uh, care. better than that. Tyrese but. Halliburton right now is the most amazing thing going on. Um, I was talking with somebody the other day and... I said something that was I was kind of joking about, but the more I think about it, and obviously it needs to go on longer than what it is right now, but I think Tyrese Halliburton might be the best Indiana Pacer we've ever seen. I, who's fighting him for it? Reggie, obviously. Reggie and Paul George. George. Really good. I was going to say, Paul Paul George. Jo- peak Paul George was going toe-to-toe with LeBron. Like That's tough. I mean, like, yeah. and are we talking just NBA Pacers? Because I'm sure some old heads can give you some ABA arguments, but I never saw those yeah. guys Six play. So. Six six months of Victor. That we always had that one season of Victor Oladipo. Uh, Jake, what impressed you most tonight from the Pacers? Uh, Halberton is good, and he's always going to be good in all these games. But what impressed me the most is some of these young guys who haven't played in play, playoff games step up and play great defense on a great offensive team like the Bucks. Like uh, Nimhard played good defense, McConnell played great defense, and Neesmith played great defense. McConnell's Those, a motherfucker. Yeah, dude. And these guys Teach. stepping up with no experience in a playoff-like atmosphere, it it just felt like for a long time if the Bucks hung around enough that their experience would kind of carry them through, I thought. And I was getting a little worried at the end, and then we just took over. Halburn took over. The defense in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter was incredible. I don't really know where that came from. Like, all of a sudden, they were just clamps on the Bucks. Yep. And uh, if we could get more of that, I think the Pacers could seriously make a run. If we can get more right. – if we can just be good at defense in the fourth quarter, like, suck for the first three, but if we can figure out fourth quarter defense, we might be cooking with gas here. Especially because we're going to outscore a lot of teams. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, It's like number one in offense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Scoring. And we're last in defense. So, well, you know, it's an offensive league. It's a make or miss league. We're making, we're making right now. I do, I am a little worried about the Pacers with like, it's so weird to say this, but relying on the three so much. Like when you get in a playoff series, it's tough to beat another team by just shooting threes because, you know, right. 
Especially yeah. night in, night out. This right, was a one-game exactly. elimination yeah. type series. And we sucked but... in th- at shooting tonight, yeah. and we still won. We still won. But I just right. don't think we win very many of those that we sure. you know, only right. make but six I mean, or th- seven threes. This is, it, it, we beat the Celtics to get here, yeah, for and sure. then we beat the oh, Bucks. Oh, I'm so. not taking anything. Right. I'm just talking about like the yeah. fake, the, and I, and I the second best championship. Right. It was yeah. one game against each of right. those teams, but like we obviously figured out how to beat the top teams in the East. So the Bucks are playing that weird zone, and we were just giving it to Bruce Brown at the free throw line and he made two or three buckets in a row and then right. they were like shit I guess we're gonna have to do something else because like we worked around it because mm-hmm. they tr- tried to take away that from us yeah yeah and we got to talk about that for a little bit because Bruce Brown having that experience in in the playoffs and stuff he knew exactly where to be at all times right. to get a bucket in the zone and it helped us out oh, yeah, so many times huge. when we needed a bucket but the the Pacers are so fun and yeah, if you haven't watched the Pacers, go watch the yeah, Pacer game. The the atmosphere of the Celtics game, because that was in Indy, and if you don't know, now the tournament for the semifinals moved to Vegas, and the championship's obviously in Vegas on Saturday. But the Fieldhouse on, what was that, Monday mm-hmm. when they played? Yep. Rockin'. Yep. It was awesome. I mean, sold out on a Monday. That doesn't happen in Indiana, honestly. Yeah, so. the, everyone wanted to give the NBA shit about the in-season tournament. If I'm not mistaken, I believe a member of this podcast like to talk bad about the in-season tournament. Who, I don't know who we're talking about. That was you. <laughs> um, I, I just told you it's more important than right, the right, right, NBA right. championship, That's true. the traditional one. That's true. But I have to give them props for making games like this matter because any other year, a December 7th basketball game on a Thursday, nobody would have given a fuck. Right. Yeah. Like this... And the fact that the Pacers are doing what they're doing right now, this is exactly who it's made to benefit. Yeah. Is the players on the Pacers because the money incentive, most of the Pacers roster is not making very much money. Mm-hmm. And so they, if they win the championship, it's $500,000 mm-hmm. a player. Does second place get something? Do they get like two fifty or something? I, I saw you, something. you still bump. Yeah, it's like for making the semifinals, everybody yep. gets like fifty. Uh, or I thought it was a hundred, no. and then yeah. making it to the yeah. championship, you get like two hundred or two fifty, and then yeah. if you win, Red, then everybody five. gets five. Okay, so everyone in the if you make it to Vegas, you get a little bread to right. Spend and just in the Vegas. fact that eighty percent of the Pacers team is like guys that other teams gave up on, still on rookie contracts. So in what was the was it the 2020, 2021 draft? Yeah, we have where we have like four the, yeah. of the first oh, yeah. sixteen picks right. of that eighth, one draft. The eighth, eighth, tenth, twelfth, and fourteenth. Yep, that's crazy. Jalen Smith, or sorry, who was eight? It was Obi Toppin was eight. Yeah. Jalen Smith was ten. Tyrese Halliburton was twelve. Crazy to think back on. And then fourteen was Neesmith. Yeah. Yep. But and we didn't draft any of those guys. Not not one. Not a one. Not a one. But yeah, they're they're awesome. They're fun to watch. Watch the game Saturday. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, my dad called me the other day and he's not a basketball guy. And he was like, what's going on with the Pacers? And yeah. I was like, that's the thing. My, my boss, I've been an elementary school teacher. My boss, who's a yeah. principal was just like, Oh, I, I've been hearing, I seen a lot of Pacers stuff yeah. around. I'm like, yeah. So that's why I said it benefits. Couldn't have happened to a better team yeah. for the players, for the fans, like the city Pacers needed, needed the fans back on their side. And here we are. My dad was shocked when I told him the Pacers have like one of the five best offensive players in the in the league on our team so he was happy to hear that uh any other pacer thoughts well big picture pacer thoughts before we move on i want to i want to let's just a quick discussion because it could be a long discussion okay let's just do a quick discussion Halbert and top 10 player in the NBA right now? I was gonna do the same thing because i did this a few weeks ago and the, um, the answer was a resounding no and then off off mic we talked in um was it the ringer put him out 
put out like a player ranking. Well, they're about was, to, right? No, they and did. He was oh, they did. They did. Oh, okay. He was put him at 12 and obviously recency bias. And of course I'm going to think he's better than anybody else. But I was like, even from then to now, Halliburton's showing that he is yeah, I mean, he's an in that absolute elite sure. superstar in this league. I mean, he's going to make, he's going to be probably first team all NBA this year, maybe second. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's there really isn't good. a point guard out there that I'd rather have. No. At all. Because the way he shares the ball, he's going to make... And the best part about this for the Indiana Pacers franchise is that hopefully we can sign some free agents that'll want to play right. with Halliburton. Which, Paul George. Which, yeah, maybe Paul George yeah. down the line. Let's uh, start those rumors. Love right. home. I oh, mean, they, they, source to say. They're going. Right. And, I mean, we've had noted struggles signing free agents in Indiana. Yeah. So, you know, this is it's huge to have a guy like this. 15 assists for Halliburton tonight. Zero turnovers. Zero turnovers. And he keeps doing that. And he does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, that's like the thing is at this point, I'm like almost like numb to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what Halliburton does. Right. Of course he got that stat line again. Um, awesome. All right. Pacers. Moving on. Pacers. Win, win in the in-season tournament. Yep. And then the traditional one, which doesn't mean as much. It right. doesn't mean as much. Right. But they'll get both. Right. Do you think the winner of this tournament is going to hang a banner? I don't think they will. If it's the Pacers, I, I think they, they do. I think the Pacers <laughs> hang a banner. If it's the Pacers, yeah. I think 100% they're yeah. going to put it up in the field house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to hang the fuck yeah. out of that banner. Inaugural in-season yeah. tournament champions 2023, baby. <laughs> I would take the trophy and i put it in a glass case and i put it right in the middle of the lobby. That'd yeah. be sick for fans to see. Yeah. Uh, also, That's really sad that we're like, yeah, I can't wait to see that in-season tournament. I trophy. also love that we know it. We know it's going to happen. Of course it is. Right. They, yeah. And everybody would love it. And everybody outside of Indy is going to clown it on yeah, the internet, oh yeah. and they're going to laugh about it. And I don't care. They can laugh all they want. This feels awesome, and I love it. I Did we see, you mentioned the trophy. Did you see that Dame Lillard touched the trophy? Nope. Can't do that. There was a clip if online of some reporters saying, don't, 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 don't. It's bad luck. And he basically like kind of looked at him like, what are you talking about? And he was putting his hand on the trophy. Mm. Mm. He had a poor shooting night, too. Except when he caught on fire. Yeah, let's say he went on a little run there, but overall it wasn't wasn't great. Probably Dame's fault if you're a Bucs fan. Yep. Uh, All right, let's move on to the NFL. Let's talk a little week 13. It is Thursday, so we're not going to go as in-depth because I feel like everyone, you know, it's too too late in the week to... It's too late. Yeah. And the Bears and Vikings had a bye. And the Bears and Vikings had a bye. Um, Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Did, Did you guys watch that game at all? I want to start this off by Who'd saying it's been so the, Titans. the Titans. The Titans. They won in overtime. I, I did. Overtime. I, did. I want to say that the Indianapolis Colts story is the best story in the NFL. Wow. That means a lot coming from you. <laughs> the national media is not talking about. Right. 100%. And I truly mean that. The fact that Gardner Minshew has gone seven and two somehow. I don't get it. Like the Colts had no business winning that game last week. Um but he makes the throws when he needs to make them, but he looks terrified to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, I just want to give your flowers. And Kaiser, you're a Colts fan as well. Yep. Minshew Mania, ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, that was the only good game all weekend, or all Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was rough, I felt That like. was a lot of really bad. It honestly couldn't have worked out better with our teams on a bye and the shit football that was going on. Because even the Eagles-Niners was like, it was a blowout. It was a blowout, but like... Blowout, yeah, I mean there was, it was fun. It was but fun. It still wasn't yeah. a good football right. game. It wasn't yeah. close. 
Um, uh, my, Colts. my main takeaway from the Colts is that the special team stepped up. Did you guys see that? We blocked, <laughs> we blocked two punts. One well, went broke hey, the hey, front, take him a fucking corner silence. Yeah. Poor, poor Ryan Stonehouse. And also the Titans special teams coordinator who lost his fucking yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Because we took Colts a man's cut. job and took a man's leg. That's the Colts season right His now. His leg or his life. He looks so dead. Yeah. You like fucked him up twice. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. The thing. I can't believe he got up after the first Yeah. Game. It was wild. And then, so Grant Stewart scored on that one, scooped and scored. The second one, Alubi got the uh, got the ball. He went down at the four. We didn't punch it in. That was sad, but that was the one where Stonehouse got mega injured. We ran the Patriots play. Did you see that? Tony Brown came sprinting off right. the edge, just like the Patriots did to block a field goal early, earlier in the year, and he got the block. They technically called it a fumble, not a block, because he was there so early. Yep. And I so if the special just teams real insult to injury to poor yeah. Ryan Stonehouse counts as a fumble for him, not even a fumble. That's fucked up. I'll if, say it. Hey, honestly, it doesn't just, hurt his punting stats. True Think about that. That's Spins true. On. Justice for Ryan Stonehouse. Right. If the Special teams doesn't step up, though. We lose this game, and that would have probably potentially ended the season. So huge to them. Also, huge shout-out, Alec Pierce had an amazing game. Three catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, two deep balls from Gardner Minshew. I have to give Alec Pierce his flowers. And true number one wide receiver, Michael Michael Pittman Jr., is amazing. Dude, I think truly Michael Pittman Jr. Is, is taking a step. one of the most underrated he receivers is. in the league. He is. Like he is. He's doing this with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he, he is consistently eight. <laughs> nine catches for 80 90 yards every single week super reliable and nobody talks about him and ran an amazing route to end the game in the back of the end zone with yeah, Alex Pierce really it was such a good route such a good throw and we <laughs> snuck out of Tennessee this first time we swept Tennessee since uh the Andrew Luck days yeah that's great so also Michael Pittman Jr. continues the streak of when I miss on the touchdown yeah, yeah. Like, the following week it happens yeah. I bet uh, – I know we don't like to talk about bets, but I did bet Colts money line and Michael Pittman touchdown. They both happened on the last play of the game. So it was <laughs> very exhilarating for That's me. <laughs> and then the only thing I saw from the Titans really is that Derrick Henry, no matter the age, will still run for 100 yards and a touchdown on the Colts. Oh, yeah, dude. He's, he's, <laughs> dude, what's crazy is he's so fast yeah. for being that big. He yeah. is such a good player still. And honestly, I think we win that game because he got a concussion right at the start yeah. of the fourth okay. quarter. I have – I saw something. But he's, he's not, not in, in the concussion. Yeah. How is he not? He yeah. like Dude, I, he slammed you could his literally head, yeah. see that he got like knocked out yeah. for a second. Yeah. Like his whole body was limp. And crazy. How is he not in the concussion protocol? And crazy. These football players are like he like fought with staff. He's like I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. It's like Dude, you were knocked out. That Jamal Adams clip a few weeks ago when he was like concussed and stuff, and he was like yelling at the um, yeah the staff or the, the, the NFL medical guy, right? And all of this stuff is like, bro, you need to chill out. Also, yeah. can you imagine looking Derrick Henry in the eye? You're probably nine inches below yeah. his yeah. chin. <laughs> you have to look up at him and tell him no. Yeah, yeah. you're not playing again. That would be so scary. That would be so. Scary. Shout out to whatever brave soul had to do that. But yeah, I hate the Titans more than most teams in the league. Probably more than like 28 other teams. So good to beat them twice. Okay. Uh, I think we're just going to hit on, I think we should all just kind of like pick whatever game we want to talk about. I want to talk about Lions Saints for a second. Uh, they jumped out to a huge lead. I was going to say, well, really it was just like, I <laughs> just for the rest of the season, the Lions defense is going to keep the other team in games yep. all year. So if you're bad for, for the gamblers out there, bet the overs, you know, what's the saying defense wins championships. So yeah. A yeah. Tough at Detroit, but the yeah. lines are still a lot of fun. There. Uh, and I think we might get Jameis Winston this weekend. So that's what the fans want. It's what Chris Olave wants. It's what, did you see that clip? Yeah. Where the saints fans were booing Derek. I feel bad for Derek Carr. 
It's tough being Derek Carr, right? He now. gets hit by he a has like a hundred Mack truck in the backfield yeah, every he gets week. The he gets shit beat like out of a him. triple in like his ribs, his head, his shoulder. Like he's getting destroyed he gets, back there. He gets hurt every week, and he, the the home fans are booing him. Like nobody, I just feel really bad. He also guy. has a two hundred million dollar contract, so I'm not worried <laughs> about Derek Carr too bad. Also, I think Taysom Hill is the best Damn. option for that team. I don't know why they don't play him a quarterback all the time, but. I'll never know. I have a fuck Mary kill for you guys, actually, which I think will be fun. <laughs> Whoa. Let's do it. Uh, this is three potential quarterback matchups we're going to see this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I played this with Kaiser yesterday on Discord. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, Bailey Zappi, week 14. It's I want about to marry to that off. one. I we're, cannot we're, wait we're to watch this. I'll say. <laughs> uh, we have CJ Beathard versus Joe Flacco. Oh my! In the year 2023, yeah. our Lord and Savior, <laughs> and uh, we have Jameis Winston versus Bryce Young. Fuck Mary Kill. I'm just glad that Jake Bryan and Gardner Minshew didn't make this list. <laughs> That's an elite quarterback match. That is an elite quarterback match. <laughs> I can't believe Josh Dobbs, Aiden O'Connell didn't. Right? Make this oh my list. goodness! Yeah, I could have done a lot more. Is wild. The fact that we could have done this yeah. anywhere. Oh God! I can't wait to watch this game though. Um, I want to marry that one. Just That's what I said. What yeah. was? What was? Yeah. Married this one. What was the second one? Uh, Trubisky, Zappi, Bethard, Flacco. Bethard, Flacco. I'll fuck that. Okay. Wait, and what's the other one? Winston, James. No, Winston, I'll, Bryce no. Young. Bryce Young's boring. Kill him. I want to. I, I want to fuck the game with Jason, Jameis Winston. <laughs> I want to fuck the game with Jameis. Clip that. Jameis is so fun. Jameis is the most fun quarterback in this yeah. league. He'll throw picks. He'll throw. 80-yard touchdown bombs. That game's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. And Bryce so. Young, you don't know. He might. Show some flashes. Sorry, I got off on a little tangent there. I saw my That's fuck good Mary one. kill game, and I wanted to play it. Um, <laughs> what uh, what what stuck out to you in Week Thirteen, Saban? Uh, Monday Night Football. Yeah, the Bengals Jags game. Thirty-four, thirty-one. Jake, did you say Trevor Lawrence was practicing? He practiced today. So did he really? good for him Limited. because that looked bad, and that yeah. was that was really sad for um, the Jaguar season potentially. But I guess maybe if he's okay. But Jake Browning is awesome. Yeah, he played really he's well. A, he's a lot of fun. So I'm glad that, you know, the Bengals got that going for them. But did you guys see the clip of Evan McPherson? No. He had the game-winning kick. Yeah. In, I think it was overtime, yeah? Right. He thought he missed it. No, that was the one that was in the fourth quarter. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, the, he thought he missed the fourth quarter one to go up by three. Oh, okay. And yeah, but he thought. But he there missed was a clip it. where yeah. there was a kick that he made the kick. Yes, and I know he about. literally like shook his head, was like yep. ah, and then his teammates started like, had to dapping come, him up, yeah. and he was just like, "What in the world?" Yeah, like, and I was like, "I can't imagine what that's like to like think like, oh, I just didn't get it at all." Oh my god, did T.J. Watt just punch him in the nads? No, I think T.J. Watt he might be just concussed. got yeah, knee oh, in no. the face by Ezekiel Elliott. The game is on now. Um, yeah, that was a very impressive win by the Bengals. Even Huge with Trevor, win. even with Trevor Lawrence getting hurt, that was their that season's was very dead impressive. if they lose that game. Yeah, so right. big yeah, win. The AFC playoff picture just got it's insane. Really interesting. It is insane. crazy. It like is crazy. Colts Bengals is a ginormous game yeah. this weekend. <laughs> Are you going to that? I don't know. I might. Who knows? I don't. I haven't bought tickets yet. Okay. but I still could. Uh, is there anything? Oh yeah, I got a game. Okay, your favorite team. All right, the Green Bay Packers are good. Jordan Love is good. Mm-hmm. And rude. You guys are scared. Let's be honest. What about that pass interference at the end of the game, though? So here's that the thing. Call. So here's the thing. 
they put themselves in a position to win that game. Calls go for and against you all the time. That one, a little more egregious. People talking about the Travis Kelsey one at the end of the game. That one's bull. People get pushed yeah. in at yeah. Hail Mary's that all one, the time. Yeah, getting jostled on a Hail Mary. Right. I'm not that one is that. crazy that people were even talking about that one at the end of the game. But the fact that uh, this Packers team is even still alive after the start of their season is crazy. Jordan Love deserves a lot of credit. He does, which sucks. <laughs> it sucks. He was so bad at the beginning of the year, and I said, thank God. I've had to live my whole life watching the Packers be good with a good quarterback. Also. And, fuck. Did you see they flashed up stats from, like, Rodgers' first year and Love's first year, and they're, like, identical. Are you guys a little worried? <laughs> oh, the, the league's different now, okay? Oh, Aaron Rodgers was doing that when it was a lot of run first, and, like, I'm not – he's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, man. Uh, and I, my, my shit show of the week, we didn't do it this week because the games are so far back, but I, I think it's the Chiefs GM for thinking that Patrick Mahomes can just throw to anybody, and that's fine, but Travis Kelsey has looked a little slower this year, and their weapons don't look that good, and I don't know if they can beat, like, the 49ers, for example. I don't know if they can. I wouldn't bet against Patrick Mahomes, but – yeah. Uh, I'm going to say one thing, and then we're going to move on. I think the Green Bay Packers might be the best team in the NFC North. <laughs> um, yes. um, there it is. Let's <laughs> talk about something here. I want. Let's talk about a team that, speaking of shit shows, you said shit show earlier. How do you lose to a team that doesn't score a touchdown against you? Alex Saban, mm. can you answer? <laughs> the Chicago Bears beat the Minnesota Vikings 12 to 10. Oh, I was going to say, Football. I was like, you're the New England Patriots. So that's that's what it is because 6 nothing, the Chargers. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, right? Right. That's what we were talking yeah. about. Um, I was really hoping that we were going to get to avoid that because I was like, wow, because nah, the game happened no, no, Monday no, no, night, no, 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 we recorded no, no, before no, the game, no, 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 and then no, no, no. we had the bye week, and now it's Thursday. Don't talk about shit that people don't care about no more. No, yeah, that no, one's no, no, way no. back, dude. Yeah, that one's so I, far I was gonna say, this I think, reaching. This I think some people care about it. Oh, it looks um, like we're pretty hey, far in your head. I think Eberflus deserves Reed. another year. He's really scrapped a couple wins no, together. Eberflus, good coach. Don't do this to me. Matt Eberflus is a really bad head coach. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Luke Getze, I think he's calling good plays to win games, obviously. Suck me dry. <laughs> um, cut that. Um, sorry. That was, that was, Jake's triggering me, and I just, <laughs> I get so yeah. upset. Um, that was really bad. His um, parents listen to this. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. Fuck you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the pastor not four interceptions. About one of them. One of them was truly his fault. You can make an argument for two. Three of them were tipped balls. I'm not like, that's not like, oh my God, he's making terrible decisions, terrible throws, terrible. Like, it's, but he it was sucked the rest of the game, too. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. He's not a great quarterback. Okay. He's cool. been very good. He's been a lot of fun. He's kept our hopes alive. And he had a really bad game. Yeah, and he did. that's all it is. We had the bye week Monster, figured out. Monsters of the Midway. We're going gonna to come back and trounce the Raiders in Las Vegas on Sunday. Josh Dobbs gets Justin Jefferson back. True. That's going to be huge. Jay Jettis. Uh, let's move on to college football. Yep. We Thoughts? haven't talked about it. So the final four. College football playoff is Michigan is one, Washington two. Um, Touchdown Patriots. Zeke just scored a receiving touchdown. Six nothing Pats. Uh, Who's three? Texas three. Alabama Alabama four. Florida State five. Mm -hmm. 
What's everyone's thoughts here? Jake, give me your thoughts on Florida State not making it. Uh, games just don't matter. Well, I think he, what we should do is we should just like we should line the teams up in their uniforms preseason and just pick the teams that have the best uniforms. And, and we put those teams in. Uh, whichever boosters pay us the most money for the college football playoffs, we'll put those teams in. And uh, the games don't matter anymore. So yeah, Florida State's I Listen, I understand we're going to get a great playoff out of this. and It's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to watch all the games. It's going to be great. Uh, Florida State deserves to be in this thing. I agree. I agree 100%. And they, they got left out, and it's, it is bull. It's unfortunate because this is going to be the last year they were ever going to have to run into this issue. Yeah, because a 13, if they don't No one's going to give a fuck exactly. about a 12 and 13 because right. now we're talking two and three lost teams, and right. it's like, well, you should have won more Well, games. no, what we're going to be talking about is 13 and no Liberty. Well, yeah. That's but, what we're going to be talking but about. Also, but that's like, yeah, who cares yeah. if they get left out? Yeah. Um, liberty cares. Liberty cares. <laughs> I do think a G5 school should... I think so too. Make the college football playoffs. I love this because this opens the door for an undefeated Mac team. Right. Honestly. True. As a, as a Mac fan. Exactly. Um, what was tough about for Florida State is if Auburn just defends that right, we don't have to worry about this. Yeah. And it really was unfortunate that Texas beat Alabama because they probably had no problem leaving Texas out but they couldn't leave Texas out and put Alabama in. Here's a question then in your fake scenario here. If Alabama beats Georgia, but has two losses to one to Auburn, one to Texas, does Georgia make it in over FSU? They did have a quality loss against Alabama. Yeah. I don't know. Florida state didn't have any quality losses. That was their problem. Right. Yeah. They didn't have any quality losses. They didn't have any losses. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So the the committee couldn't weigh any quality losses. If you don't lose a game, then that's on them. It's just, they should have thought of to lose to LSU or something earlier in the year. It's a Jordan Travis should have broken my leg earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out Jason K Meyer. I'm sorry, buddy. That, that is very unfortunate, but, uh, I am very excited for the college football playoff. I think this will be, um, one of the more entertaining college football playoffs we've had. But I, I, if Florida State somehow beats Georgia in whatever bowl game they're playing, Florida State should raise a banner. They 100% should. Yeah. 100% should. Yeah. They should just, yeah, they should just, yeah, they have to beat Georgia. They have to beat Georgia. Then raise If they it. beat Georgia, then raise they it. raise a banner. Yeah. Especially because that team won back to back championships. Would you, okay, let's say this is, uh, uh, I can't really say ball. Whatever, your favorite team in this? Would ball you- State has some good years, dude. Don't slander us like this. We had some really, really good years, like for real. Yeah, yeah, really we did. Years. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> we- Nate Davis, the guy that Keith got paralyzed. Keith Winning. Uh, what was his name? Something, something love. love. Something yeah. love. Um, <laughs> would you rather be a Florida State fan where you get in but you get trounced by the one seed, or you don't get in? And you get to bitch for the rest of your life about this, saying you should have gotten in. No, the ultimate scenario is if they beat Georgia, and then you get to bitch for the rest of your life. That's true. That's the best case scenario. There's not a better case scenario than that. That would be awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, because UCF already does this. Yeah. For like 2017, 18, whenever they went undefeated, they already do this. Was it the Blake Bortles year? No, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they already do this, and that's awesome. Yeah. And FSU has actual claim where UCF doesn't really. 100%. Alex, college football guy, do you have any thoughts on this for us? Huge college football guy. Um, it's, I understand the choice that was made. It does feel like I would be devastated as a Florida State fan or like somebody on a that player team. or a player, like, yeah, yeah. right? Players. Where what else could you have done? Literally nothing. nothing, unless you blew out every team by fifty points. 
what else could you have done to prove that you are a top four team? That's what's really tough because if you're the Florida State head coach, you the first day of training camp and meetings, I, I'm sure every team does this, but it's like, hey, if you do this, this, and this, you're right. gonna make the college yeah. football playoff and right. get, you know, do everything right. And they did that, that, and that, and they still didn't do it. Do we, just do we so know sad. what they were ranked like preseason, like going top into four. the season? They yeah. were like they were in the top four. Yeah. They were top yeah. four. So okay, that's even worse. Yeah, one hundred percent worse. So they were like, hey, if yeah. the season ended right now with no games played, this is a top four team, right. and they won every single game, and then you decided they're not. I just wish they would have bumped them down last week. That that's so, they messed up. They should have bumped them down. So we wouldn't have to be like wait until now to mm-hmm. get that because if they would have bumped them down last week, then. You but it would have taken all the mystery away, dude. They couldn't have done yeah. this on live TV. No, that's it was sick to watch it live. <laughs> it was exhilarating. It was also a lot of fun to see that clip from the Michigan. Oh, they uh, hated it. Watch party. They're yeah. gonna lose, dude. They they're in their own head. I think so Mich- scared of Alabama. I, I mean, they should be because obviously, like, I think Michigan's talent-wise matchup, like you know. Alabama gets better recruits. Like Michigan still gets really yeah. good players, but Alabama is like unreal yeah. with the talent that they always have on the roster. So it's I, it's gonna be something. I have a college football take that I I was kind of surprised that more people weren't talking about. Washington should be the one seed, in my opinion. They have a better resume than what Michigan has. I would agree because the Pac-12 was up this year and the Big Ten was down. Besides, Ohio and they State. beat Oregon twice. Who, yeah. if we were just just gonna pick the best like seven teams in the country, Oregon's probably on that list. Yeah, and like that's how twice. good they are. Yeah. So it's like, I that, and the rest of the Pac-12 was good, right? <laughs> so I was kind of surprised by that that Michigan got the one yeah. seed. I, was, I never even thought about that. Also, if you compare Penix to JJ McCarthy, yeah, if quarterbacks apparently important because if Jordan Travis isn't there, then yeah. Florida State Penix is awesome. JJ McCarthy is, and now they got to play a road game because I don't right. know where it is exactly, but it's in the South and yeah. they're playing Texas. They're playing New Orleans. So there you go. Yeah. Godspeed. Because the <laughs> because mi- the Michigan game is in, it's in the Rose Bowl. It's in California, right? So would have been nice for them to have on that. The West Coast. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Um, any other college football thoughts before we move on? Oh, Mitch just threw a pick. Please score. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie defensive touchdown. Pick. Defensive touchdown. Oh my gosh! Okay. It's flag. It's coming back. <laughs> no, that's. Yep. That's, yeah, Mitch. That's it for football. Oh, oh, college football. I'm gonna part. I'm volunteering Parsons for this because it's my idea. But Parsons is gonna do it with me because I need a buddy. We're what? gonna bet every bowl game, and we're oh, gonna give God. you our records at the end of the bowl season. We okay. don't have to necessarily agree. I'm just gonna bet one thing from every game. Put like five dollars on every game and see where I finish out at the end of the. End I did of the bowl that last season. year. Yeah. It's an exhilarating. I love time. it. First It'll... half unders was <laughs> my favorite thing ever last love it. year, and I'm probably gonna run it back again. Nice. So. Let's do it for uh yeah bowl season coming up. I'm very excited. Give me your college football championship winner here. You want to do that right now? Yeah. Let's just. I think Alabama beats Michigan, and I think Texas beats Washington, and I think. Alabama wins the national championship. Wow. Okay. Saving. Unfortunately, I do think Alabama's probably like the best team, but I'm going to say Washington because I, I just want to see it. I would love to see Michael Panix get in. Who was their quarterback? Where did he? I forget. Where did he, he play? He transferred at? from somewhere. He did. They didn't have him in the no. whole career. That's why I want to see him win. Where did he go? Where did he play? Indiana. <laughs> oh, Indiana. <laughs> 
Oh, but but he, no, one, no, two, no, you know what to do. No, but Jake, 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 Jake. They had somebody coming in like a five star freshman. To, like, he take, he probably still playing and he's playing good, right? Right. Yeah, he's probably still on the team. Oh yeah. Didn't he have what was it, Gunner Gunner Keel after that or something? What happened to that guy? Oh. Mm, oh wait, you didn't. There's didn't nobody there. You Dang. had TJD's brother. Oh. Got it. Okay. Well, Interesting. Not it's really. basketball school. None of this matters. <laughs> because it turned into Brendan Sorsby, who is now in the transfer portal. Yeah. Because every fucking kid in college football is in the transfer portal. Yeah, Kyle not McCord, really. Dylan Gabriel, silly, a lot of big silly, names. Silly. All jokes aside, though, uh, yeah, IU's coach is going to be good. Yeah. Just yeah, we got the Jay, Coach Sig, you guys are jealous of that I coach's actually, name. I actually am. That's a good hire. Honestly, and what a, what a hot start. Going to at like on the court of the basketball game, yep. gave the guy a microphone. Purdue sucks and Michigan and Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. so, all right, I think guys, he literally said F down. them. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> Kaiser, who's your give me your college football playoff? Um, well, I was gonna pick Washington for the same IU ties, but um, I don't want to run back the getting trolled bit. So, <laughs> are you yeah. sure that was fun? <laughs> I love that. I, love I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I feel I, uh, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hate Alabama and I hate Michigan. So I guess uh, Texas, Texas, Texas sure. Longhorns. Let's get Arch Manning a national champion. Yeah, Arch Manning. That guy plays for them, Arch right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's, he's on the nice. team. He doesn't play, but he's I on the team. The, I he saw, got in the game. That's true. He did. He did. I saw that he is probably going to come back, even with Quinn Ewers coming back next year if he comes back, which is crazy to me. Uh, I mean, I, I like that he's committed and won't transfer. Yeah. Transfer. I think that shows a lot of character. That's right. Arch Manning, IU got a great new head coach. That's, That's true. Players. And an open quarterback position. <laughs> true yeah, and true. True and true. Honestly, and the Big Ten's going to have a lot of power teams on that uh, yeah. in their next. Year. And I think his uncle played in Indiana, if I remember right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm. A lot of Indiana ties. I think it's going. Are we kidding? Arch Manning is starting those numbers. Yes, let's <laughs> absolutely. If you guys Manning? get Arch Manning, I might have to actually refry you. <laughs> no, you won't. I will. Oh, okay. I will. All right. Still will always have the COVID year. Um, yeah, that was a great bowl win. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be Washington, Michigan, and I think Michigan wins the national title. Okay. I think Jim Harbaugh goes out on top and leaves for the NFL. Okay. I love that. So, Chicago? So I don't I, I don't want Jim Harbaugh anymore because I saw a report saying that wherever he goes, he wants J.J. McCarthy to be the quarterback, mm. and I don't want that even kind of. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy. There's nothing about J.J. McCarthy's game that really impresses me. That I'm like, yeah, my NFL team needs that, so I'm out on that. Um, the winter meetings are this week. Baseball. They have been. We have a huge block, uh, blockbuster trade. The New York Yankees acquired Juan Soto and Trent Grisham uh, for Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, and catcher Kyle Higgins. Higashioka. Higashioka, I think, is how you say that. I have no idea. Um, this is a one-year rental for the Yankees right now. $30 million bucks this season. Obviously going to try to probably extend them. Right. But uh, the Padres, the Padres, after trading their entire farm system for him last year, they got some guys back, but nothing, not, not what they gave up, I guess is what I'm saying. Not at all. Um, I think we probably all grew up kind of hating the Yankees. If I had to had to guess, the Yankees mm-hmm. were one of those teams and would go out and spend money and like all this stuff. And they haven't been doing it in a while, so it's interesting. It's kind of exciting to see the Yankees make one big move again. It's you know, I is it though? It's yeah. old school. It's old. <laughs> yeah, school. it's old school. Yeah. I feel like I'm you know, I feel like I'm ten again. Back yeah. to the roots. Back to the roots. The core four. 
Uh, <laughs> the Yankees can always be terrible. The New England Patriots can always be terrible. Like, there's just some teams that I'm just I'm never gonna be excited about you doing well. The Yankees have an Don't outfield of Alex Verdugo, Aaron Judge, Juan Soto now. Pretty good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Except guys. they're gonna have to play Judge in center probably. Yeah, that's not will. good. He played center uh, I know. last year and wasn't bad yeah. two seasons ago. He's, he's what, 6'8"? He has yeah. to have like yeah. a 90-foot well, arm span yeah. that he can just yeah. <laughs> catch anything out there, even if he's not super fast. Do so. you have any hot takes on this Juan Soto trade for the Yankees? Uh, I think it, I thought they bought at a price that I like the, the trade for them. Yeah. I really like the trade for them. I think that... Juan the Soto. Yankees need to start winning. Yeah, so exactly. Like, That's the yeah. thing. And I, I think that Juan Soto is actually going to be really good there. The stadium's built for a left-handed yeah. to pull the ball as well. So I think that he can be really good for the Yankees. Yeah. I think he's this is one of those be, ones that work out for them. He's going to be a 45, 40, 45 home run yeah. guy and hit. And he's still really young. He's still super yeah, young. Yeah, he's like 20. Maybe 25. Yeah. 25? <laughs> Maybe 25. His yeah. first season in baseball is in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Kaiser, fact check that for us. Uh, Saban, do you have any, any thoughts on this trade? I mean... Excited for them, but I guess, I don't know. Juan Soto was supposed to do big things in San Diego, and the Padres were not very good. I think there's he, bad culture down there in San Diego. I was going to say, me too. And Juan Soto was really good last year, so it wasn't like uh, he had a bad season or anything. Uh, one, Juan Soto is 25. Also, have you ever been to San Diego? It's There's so many cool things to do there that aren't baseball. Right. right. Yeah, I just think that it's not, it's not a baseball city. Mike Schultz there, though. Yeah. He's the manager. That could turn Proven around. Winner. <laughs> Proven winner. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez signed a four-year, $80 million deal with the Diamondbacks. He joins a Diamondbacks rotation that was really good last year and just made it better. That was probably the second biggest move so far. Everyone's kind of waiting on the Otani shoe to drop, and uh, then everything else will start happening. So that's really all that happened from the winter meetings. Like the Cardinals didn't do. Yadier Um, Molina is back. Yep. Excuse me. What? The Chicago White Sox signed the Korean League MVP. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Eric Fetty, former Washington National. Just a white guy named Eric. Yep. Uh, That was playing in Korea. Yep. Uh 30 (laughs) years old. Yeah. Uh, Two years, $15 million deal. Yep. So. You know. Which it, it's a perfect hey, give him a shot. Nothing there's, super long term. It's a lot of fun. Korean there, League MVP. There's no such thing as a bad two year deal, in my opinion. So uh let's move on. What do we want to talk about next, boys? Uh do we have all of our sports topics out? Do we want to get silly? What do we want to do? Um can we talk about the Pacers again? That was fun. <laughs> sure, we can talk uh, about no, no, I, actually I, let's just start the podcast, don't yeah. <laughs> I do have one thing. It ties to the White Sox. Sure. Um, it's going to turn into overall athlete kids, like professional athletes, mm. prominent sports guys that we know, and their children. Are we aware of Frank Thomas's son? No, he has a son. I did not know he okay. had a kid. He has a son, and it's really unfortunate that we don't have the big screen to show things. So I need you to look over here at my phone. This is a picture that Frank Thomas posted of his son wishing him a happy birthday in October. Jesus How Christ. old is this child? He's probably 16. 15. <laughs> this picture, and if you haven't looked, look up Frank Thomas' son, and you'll find it on Twitter. He's in you, some Auburn overall. Frank Thomas Jr. Okay. Or so Frank Thomas III. But you're going to have to look. I, I had to find it. Okay, it was hard. Um, <laughs> this man's, this child, sorry, is like, the strongest human being I've ever seen in my life. And he's 15. So he's going like three to five years from now, 
he's going to be in the MLB just raking 50 home runs. Yeah. So just let it be known now. And Call then, your shot. Um, in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> he can do whatever he do. wants. He, I, <laughs> that's insane. And are we aware of who Brock Lesnar is? Yes. Oh, I did see this. I did see <laughs> this. Vikings legend. Like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He has a daughter that looks exactly like him. That's unfortunate tough. for her. <laughs> but she set a college shot putting record. Of course she and did. You oh also my God. Need to look up Brock yeah, Lesnar's I daughter. This. I don't know what her first name is, honestly. But she looks exactly like her dad. And she also looks like she could kill you with a look. That like girl, the strongest that girl human would being. kick the five of us yeah. ass so quick. So <laughs> the good news is she's like an adult. Yeah. But like Frank Thomas's kid, Brock Lesnar's kid, both could just absolutely... Like, kill me with their bare hands. You want to just talk about athletes' kids? Frank Gore Jr. going to be in the NFL next yeah. year? And that's what, like, it's it just, uh, I saw something um, with the Brock Lesnar thing where it's just like, genetics stay undefeated. Yep. And I guess that's kind of what I would like. It's just crazy that these people, like, yep, I'm a super athlete. And now we're getting to a point where these athletes that we knew have kids that are just freak athletes as well. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, yeah, I got to this point when it was like Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Marvin Harrison Jr. and all these guys coming up. So Pat Sertan and Asante yep. Samuel Jr. And Joey Porter Jr. Crazy. Uh, her name's Maya. Maya Lesnar. Lesnar. She threw the shot put 18 and a half meters. <laughs> um, and for those of you that need that converted to freedom units like, or whatever see it, we call them. Let's see it, Mr. Mathlete. That's uh, just over 60 feet. That's a long way. How heavy is the shot put? I don't know. I think the women's shot put is like 10 pounds maybe. I think men's is 15. Ben with shot put knowledge. 10 pounds for women's, 15 for men's. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. A lot farther than I could throw a big heavy thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's all I know. 100%. Um, Will our kids be athletes? No. Professionally? <laughs> no, 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 no. Little league athletes. We're well, going to coach the fuck out of kids. If and when I have a son, yeah. day one, we're learning how to be an NFL kicker. Just gonna put that on the record. It's not a bad idea. That is not a punter squatted like 500 million pounds. Actually, I saw what happened to Ryan Stonehouse. Take it back. (laughs) I take it back. Retract. (laughs) Retract. RIP to that guy. Um, you want to do our touchdown par or touchdown picks this week? Yep, let's do it. Oh, yeah, we're late in the week. Let's do it. Uh, Jake, you want to start us off? Zach Moss is gonna score this week. I promise. Double down. He got down at the one yard line this last week. And that was tough. But so did Najee Harris. That was tough. Yeah. And Zach Moss is going to score this week. All right. Ben? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Wow, against the Vikings. Oh, oh man. Tough. I that's really fine. need the Vikings to win that game. We're going to have to get one. We're not going to shut anybody out. Okay. <laughs> I, I respect it. So I we got, got Zach got Moss, no Devontae Adams. Uh, Jalen Waddle gets back on the board. Okay. The Dolphins. Nice. I have a bit of a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, Okay. I'm nervous for this. I have a few guys on here. I'm going to give you the odds, and then you're going to tell me which one I'm picking. Okay. Oh, God. Well, don't. Yeah. This is going to suck because you're going to, how many options are we getting? Well, you're going to get, we'll do two options, three options. Okay. We're going to get three options. We're going to pick one, and the other two are going to hit. Yes. That's and we lot. know that right now. Minus 130. I got a, uh, I got a plus 125 and a plus 135. Okay. Just tell me names. Let's go right in the middle. Just pick it. I, I want to just pick. I need to know who they are. I'm not no. going to pick the number. I don't care Actually, about the numbers. Yeah, because I don't want to pick. Guy, a, I don't want to pick. Gut, it's the feeling. Tell me the guy. Tell me who they're professional playing. gambler. Doesn't care about. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> not a professional gambler, but he gambles. 
Who has the best record in the touchdown parlays? Me. Well, I don't know about that. I've only missed up last week. Uh, no, you missed before that too, and the Thanksgiving one. It does. <laughs> Thanksgiving was off the record. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. Fine. I'll go with Alvin Kamara. What were the other ones? Now I want to know. I'm curious. I have uh, Devontae Smith uh, and Lamar Jackson I liked as well. Devontae Parlay? Mm. Mm. Ooh, the Smith Adams. The Devontae Parlay. <laughs> it's got uh, a nice little ring. Maybe we'll put that a little side Yeah, pot. a little side, side pot. Okay, so officially. Alvin Kamara. Okay, Alvin Kamara. Also. You're bad at choose your own adventure games. Devontae side pot. <laughs> What'd you Devante say? Devontae Parlay. Just leave me alone. You're the worst. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should wrap this episode up with, let's talk about Spotify rap. I thought you were oh, going to yeah. say you, we like should that? rap. I was like, I did not sign up for rapping, Parsons. Sure. Can we throw in one last thing that happened since we last recorded that of we course. didn't talk about that was insane? Yeah. Ryan Shazier. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. I didn't see this. What happened? Oh, you didn't see God. Ryan Shazier. Is he walking now? Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's oh, walking. Oh, he's walking. Oh, he's walking. So if you don't know, Ryan Chazier was a very, very good football player, probably, what, about a decade ago at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the middle of a game, he hit a guy with his head. And Not a decade ago, because he's only 31 years old right now. So that's okay. us. Well, that's he probably crazy. started about a decade <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. But right. So probably seven, six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. there was a play. He went to uh, make a play, hit a guy with his head, and it paralyzed him essentially and had to completely end his football career. It was this whole great feel good story of um, him learning to walk again. And then like he showed up at the game and, you know, like walked onto the field after some time. And then there was this whole good, like, wow, you know, he's got this great wife supporting him and he's coming back from all this. And everybody loved Ryan Shazier. Such a wonderful thing. He's got charities to help um, people with paralysis and like all this great stuff. And then, and then last week happened. About a week ago, <laughs> um, he was sliding in some DMs, yeah. saying mm-hmm. and doing some things, meeting up with some people who uh, were not his wife. Mm. And then he was also sending book recommendations to them as well. Did, okay. I can't believe Jake didn't see this. I respect that. Zach, what were the book recommendations he uh, sent to her? <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me get the exact title. Are you title. searching? Because you're going to need an exact yep. title yep. just to make sure we don't mess this up. Yep. I, so, um, yeah, talk for a minute. I'm yeah, he's it. he's definitely walking again. That's that's kind of the gist of it. He's doing more than walking. He's doing a lot more than walking. Uh, so the insanity of him, first of all, and uh, his wife is the one that posted all this. Yes. And it looked mm-hmm. like it was screenshots from like an iPad or something that mm-hmm. was like connected to his account. And then she went into his messages. Right. And he was like, hey, I'm in town in like Cleveland or something random. I'm in town for my, you know, paralysis charity or whatever, like hitting up this girl who like lives there. And then they started going back and forth and somehow in their exchange, it turned into book recommendations. Yeah. So, so I can only think that they were just starting up a book club is what's going on here. It probably was was book book club. club. It was book club. We are assuming. Yeah. You know what they say about that. Right. There were two, two books that he brought up. Uh, It is the ultimate guide to anal sex for women. Mm. The second edition, oh. not the first edition. The second edition. First edition was terrible. Yeah, the revised. It has a new yeah. forward. Yeah, had to, <laughs> has a new forward. I thought it was called. Never mind. Um, 
Yeah, Ron Jeremy wrote the foreword. Um, <laughs> and then the second one is Blow by Blow, a step-by-step guide on how to give blowjobs so explosive that he will be willing to do anything for you. That is what he sent this woman. And that, that is by Elizabeth Kramer. So mm. I just feel silly that I didn't realize it probably is just a book club. We're, right. We're it is a book club. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he still can't walk. He, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe Ryan Shazier is a good guy. No, but seriously. That's crazy. So this guy's a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of, yeah, on TMZ, it has all the text messages and stuff. So if you want to go read those, they are something. But uh, yeah, those were, uh, that's Ryan Shazier. So. I can't believe you didn't hear about that. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was crazy. I did not hear about that. Um, That's crazy. I've got one more complete left field 180. I love it. Let's just keep going. I one stumbled more, it's across the One it. More Thing podcast. I, I stumbled across it on the internet. Are we all aware of the like childhood camp sing-songy game Down by the Banks? No. No. Down <laughs> by the Banks of the Hanky Panky. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Bullfrog. Sure. Got it. Okay, okay. Now what you're talking about now. Apparently that's like regional that it has different lyrics different places oh. that you're from so it's probably not going to work for us because we're all from here mm-hmm. but i saw a video of like all these people from different places just making up bullshit lyrics to the song and i was like i there's no way did that trigger you it's it did so, <laughs> me working summer camp for years it's like down by the banks of the hanky Peggy, bullfrog jump from bank to Becky, and then it's eeps ipes oops oops and everybody on the internet was doing like higgly piggly all this god knows what <laughs> And it, I just, I was shook to my core that that's not a general thing. Yeah. It's like the Vikings a few years ago did um, a duck, duck, goose touchdown celebration. Mm-hmm. And apparently in Minnesota, that. it's duck, duck, gray duck. Gray duck. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. What is that? I have heard that. I don't but know how I knew that, Minnesota. but it's, it's just insane to think about that. Like things that you grow up with, like, oh, everybody knows thing. this. And like other people just have these wrong ways of living their lives. I yeah. don't know. That's a long way of living your I just needed lives. to get that off my chest. Do you feel better? Uh, a little bit. I just kind of am hoping that maybe somebody who listens is not from here. Uh, tell me, type out your full lyrics to Down by the Bank. Send it to me. <laughs> Slide into the DMs. And I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> um, anything else before we move on? That's all I got. Spotify wrapped. Yearly, yearly thing. I'll go. Uh, I think it'd be fun just to share our top five artists and then uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, my top five artists this year, Russell Dickerson, Morgan Wallen, Ashley Cook, Kelsey Ballerini, and this might surprise people because of the accusations I've had against me in the past, Taylor Swift is number five. So okay. anyone that's saying I'm a hater or not a Swifty, she's in my top five. So <clears throat> interesting. Um, I'm so happy that I get to talk about my Spotify rap and I didn't even put it on my story or anything. <laughs> Uh, you want me to go? I'm ready. Uh, number one for me was Zach Bryan. Not a shock if you know me at all. Uh, number two, Noah Khan. Also not very shocking. Number three, Morgan Wallen. Number four, Taylor Swift. And number five, Luke Holmes. Nice. Also, Spotify did some fuck shit with me, and I think it's one of you guys that did this somehow. <laughs> uh, it said in my little slide that the people that listen to the same music I listen to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why the fuck? Fuck would I ever go that to that piece of shit? <laughs> Turns Love out you, Taylor. You got a little more in common than you yeah. Did. It was tough. It's it tough. Was, look- it was a tough, it's tough, tough day. Tough looking in the mirror. Yeah, it is. My top five was Post Malone went to the concert this right. summer, so a lot of that. 
Uh, second was also Noah Khan. Olivia Rodrigo, number three. Album was kind of a banger. <laughs> kind of a banger, for being honest. Did you say, wait, what's kind of a banger? That album. Oh, the album. The new album. Okay. Seeing, you, the... seeing you tonight. Sorry. It's a bad idea, right? spitting in his phone case. Um, cleaning right my phone now. case out. That's my bad. That's kind of insane. Uh, number four, Zach Bryan. And I need to defend that for a second because I am not a Zach Bryan guy. Defend it? What the, the hell? The one, It's very misleading. People are going to think, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you're a Zach Bryan guy. I'm not. It was the one Fuck song, Something Jesus in the Orange, Christ. and I beat that song to hell, yeah. and then there was one evening, we were here right. at the house, and on my Spotify, I played like, this is Zach Bryan, just for my, my sweet dear friend Jake over there, yep. because that's his guy, so oh that's how that cracked the top four, and then number five was Blink-182. Oh. New album. Hello They're there. Back. Hello there. <laughs> yeah. Kaiser? Uh, yeah, my... My top five are uh, uh, Taylor Swift, Zach Bryan, LCD Sound System, Mac DeMarco, and Eric Church. Who's Mac DeMarco, and, know, LC- Mac DeMarco? and LCD Sound System? Um, they're you know they're great groups. Go check them out. I don't know. Well, what's DeMarco the? Is? I recognize the Sound System, but I don't. Like, um, what's their number one song that we would know? You would probably know North American Scum. It's the intro to Step Brothers. The first scene. That uh, song. You is... want to sing it or? No, really. Please? No, no. <laughs> No. All right. All right, we'll look it up after. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got they have some other songs. They're, they're they're good. They're cool. Mac DeMarco, he's cool. Love that. That's all I got. I like it. Ben, do you want to share your Spotify wrapped? I guess so. Oh, <laughs> I guess so. So number one was Post Malone, went to the concert. Yep. Bangers only. Number two, Paramore. Also went oh, to that concert. I love that. Bangers yep. only. Three, Elenium, went to the concert. <laughs> oh, is that Bangers like a, only. Oh, Ben's big concert guy. Is that an EDM? Yeah. Yeah, Ben's in this EDM thing that I just don't really know how it happened, but you're just into it. Four now. is Mar- Morgan Wallen, just uh, right. driving to and from work, throwing on a little country. Yeah. And that's just some good commuting music. And then five is Loud Luxury. Okay. Nice. So. More EDM. What do you listen More to EDM. when you're in the gym? Robot noises. <laughs> what does that mean? All right. No, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Those were good Spotify raps. Good, good years for everybody. Um, I had my all my top five songs were all from Zach Bryan. <laughs> my top song, three of my top five were Russell Dickerson songs. Yeah. Mine was <laughs> a lot of uh, Post Malone, of course, but. Unfo- did you do you guys make the whole playlist where it's yeah. like give me yeah, my yeah, top yeah. songs yeah. of the year? I was clicking through that. Half of it's Disney music, and half yeah. of that, that shock you. Half of that is because that's what I play in my classroom because it's kid appropriate. But yeah. it's a little embarrassing to admit would. how much it's like actually yeah. me. But usually, like it trickles in like a couple of those songs. Mm-hmm. It's like half the fucking. Place. <laughs> yeah, I unfortunate. Uh... <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> All right, that about wraps us up for this episode of the Second Unit Podcast. I really appreciate everyone listening and uh, leaving feedback and messages and stuff. It's been very nice. We will be back next week with uh, all the same, you know, whatever is going on the, in the news we're going to be talking about week 14. So Go Pack Go. That's fun. Until then. Happy birthday, Larry Legend. Sorry your birthday is on the same day as Pearl Harbor. Mm.